Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey, y'all. Scott here, chilling out on the porch overlooking, well, facing the street where we have some traffic. As you can probably hear, I'm going to try to keep this uh, not too noisy today, so if it gets too weird, maybe I'll just end it. But you've tuned in. Oh, there's some wind kicking up. Why did it suddenly kick up while I'm sitting here? I'm trying to record without any microphone irritation. Uh, welcome to the diary. This is the diary. You're listening. You've tuned into it, probably on purpose. I don't think you'll find this accidentally. The diary doesn't find you. You find it. You probably uh, already subscribed to it <clears throat> sometime over the years, or you saw it posted here on social media in the last day or so. I don't know. But it's good to have you here, regardless of your reasoning for listening. I'm here to uh, just get off my my chest some, uh, some of my frustration over the last Earth week that I experienced. I talked a bit about it with Kim on The Skim Show, but... Um, it was a it was a pretty ugly time here in the Johnson house. <laughs> no one's dead or anything, but uh, we had uh, on Monday we got a bill in the mail and it said, "Hey, you're used you used sixty five thousand gallons of water in June. Uh, you owe us a bunch of money. Why would you use that much water? This sort of thing, right?" And we're like, uh, "How do you not notify us in some other way besides our bill that we were exceeding water at that rate? Because it was." like 99% higher than anyone else around us. So I feel like we should have set off some alarm. Anyway, did some literal digging that uh, day, that morning, and found out that it wasn't the meter, meter, just misreading it. It was a big break in some old PVC pipe that went from the water main in the street to the house. 
And the only way to fix it was to replace the entire length of it. And uh, it was just going to get bigger and worse over time. And we shut water off on Monday to do this, right? So they get started on it. They start digging holes. They get far enough where you can't turn water back on. And the holiday is happening on Tuesday, and they won't be here to finish the job. So we're like, ah, we've been through worse. It's just be like camping. We'll just camp for a couple of days and not have any water. And uh, that's fine. We filled up some buckets and some coolers and stuff with water so that we could use it where needed, you know, washing hands and brushing teeth at the end of the night. And, you know, if you had to pee, you could use this in the toilet, that sort of thing. And uh, that seemed fine because they told us that by Wednesday afternoon, they would be done. They get here Wednesday, the holiday comes and goes. Oh, I should mention that Tuesday, uh, Van came over to the house. He's four years old. Probably had his hands on all kinds of grubby monkey bars at the local parks and junk. I don't, I don't know where he got this, but he wasn't feeling well. Clearly, when he came over, we were supposed to watch fireworks together. And he started going, I don't feel good. My stomach hurts. And before you know it, this kid is projectile vomiting everywhere, right? In the backyard, in the bathroom with no running water. <laughs> so we're like, oh boy, he better, he probably ought to go home. So his parents took him home. No big deal. Everyone figured we're good. Uh, oh, and that, uh, that was Tuesday. Wednesday comes along. And... Wednesday, most of the day is fine. I guess it was, hold on, let me think about this. No, it was in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened. So Wednesday shows up in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, Carter violently ill. She caught whatever it is. I'm like, oh crap. And about an hour after that, I start to feel it. And now I've got it full blown. Uh, Then Kim gets it. So it's just whatever it is, it's some kind of horrible, like, very, very, uh, what's the word? What what is the word that just left me when you're highly, it's highly infectious is the word I was looking for. People were just catching it by acknowledging the existence of Van existing in the world, they would get this flu or virus or whatever. And so now we're spending all of uh, Wednesday overnight running around with buckets trying to manage what this is at the house you know carter's got the double dragon if you know what i'm saying um so there's <laughs> it's just a lot dude and there's nothing we really could do and we're not going to go steal the neighbor's hose at you know three o'clock in the morning so we're trying to make the water we had in buckets uh, what was left anywhere trying to make it work by morning we're completely out of any of those sources of water and uh, it's just grim, just grim here at the house. So those guys show up again to finish the work, and they get to work, and they say we should be done by 10. But then some weird things came up with the kind of fittings they needed, and they had to have somebody drive some stuff across town or across the valley. Anyway, long and the short of it, we're all, di- we're all sick as dogs in the house all day. And at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 3.30, something like that, we get water back. Okay. Now we have water and we're and we're recovering. But then we find out how much is it gonna cost, how much it's gonna ding us if we use insurance. If we do use the insurance, then our rates go up by this much. So there's all this stuff going on. 
And I just kept thinking, this is the dumbest week of my life. It's so dumb. The timing couldn't be worse. Imagine the timing of saying, here are the three or four days you're going to have without any water. Those same three or four days, you're going to have the most intense stomach virus ailment, whatever it is you've had in 20 years. That's, that's how this is going to go. I mean, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves. We were so flabbergasted by the entire thing. Yeah, that's right. I said flabbergasted. That word doesn't get used enough in my estimation. Or maybe too much in yours. Anyway, here we are on a Sunday, and other stuff came up that got worse. We, we had to push film sack today for reasons unrelated to me. Uh, just other stuff that a host is dealing with, similarly, that's just as rough. And we, we have a family-first policy around here, so anytime some of that stuff goes down, it's always like, well, we'll figure the show out. We just need to make sure everything's okay. So we did a little bit of that today. And I just felt like nothing got done right. I'm behind on everything. Anyway, here's when I, where, where I'm at now, though. I've come around to this sense uh, or this feeling that there are people in way worse situations all around me. I just don't know them or know about it. But there are people, the day we had no water and everybody was sick, there was somebody in the world who had a you know, terminal cancer, uh, diagnosis from a doctor. Uh, the, the day we were trying to find buckets of water to make the household survive, uh, somebody somewhere uh, found a relative dead, you know, uh, of a drug, a drug overdose or something. You get my meaning. Like there are way worse things going on. And I, I realized that it's okay for everybody to experience their own level of discomfort, pain, frustration, whatever, on their own terms. And it's not a competition and nobody should be comparing things or whatever. I get that. But why this helps me, uh, it's the same reason it might help you to say this too may, shall pass or we've had worse than this or there are worse things, you know, like those kind of mantras. I don't know if they're mantras, but they're things people say to feel better about their stuff. And it, and it works for me. But now I'm going to share with you a weird twist on this. And I don't know why this still comes up. When I was 10 years old, there was this kid. His name is also Scott, but I don't remember his last name. Uh, he was sort of in our friend circles, although I feel like I only saw this guy when, when weird stuff happened. But we were all hanging out once. And we were, I don't know what we were doing, after school or walking around the neighborhood. Who knows what you're up to when you're 10 or 11. But we were walking around and we found this, this dog who had, who had clearly just had a bunch of puppies. Uh, for a long time, I just figured it meant she was pregnant, but I was a stupid kid. I didn't understand how dogs worked or how even people work. But, you know, if you've seen a dog right after they've had puppies, they've got very enlarged uh breasts and they got like 10 of them or something <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> because they're feeding the young right they're feeding puppies and i promise the story is going to go somewhere and they were just kind of home shouldn't be too loud here um <laughs> especially this part of the story but anyway we're walking along and for some reason this guy goes hey you guys for a dollar 
for a dollar, I'd totally suck this dog's boobs. <laughs> and I remember going, at the time, I remember thinking, what? Who would do that for a dollar? A dollar is all he's asking? He didn't even start with, like, a good price. Like, he didn't even negotiate. He's just straight up, like, I'd do that for a dollar. And so four of us, there were, like, six kids. Four of us pooled together four quarters to make a dollar. I think I may have even given him 50 cents. I may have had the most on me. When you're 10, you don't have anything, right? You're just a poor little, poor little pud. Um, but we, we pulled our money, our change, and gave it to this kid. And he, for a dollar, uh, basically breastfed. I'm not trying to run you, push you out of the show, by the way. This is a really important story. I promise it has a point. But he basically breastfed on this dog. And did so kind of with some gumption and some, you know, he hung it, he hung in there. He didn't just, it wasn't quick and done. He went to town and actually, I mean, this is kind of gross, but you know, he actually came back with a big smile on his face that was, uh, he had a little bit of the old uh, dog milk in there. You could see it coming out of the corners of his mouth, just kind of like, you know, hey dude, you actually, you actually consumed dog milk, you know? And he was thrilled about it. Give me the, give me the money. So we handed him the dollar, and from then on, he was uh, Dog Boob. That's what we called him, was Dog Boob. That was his nickname, and I barely saw him other than that. I feel like there was, like, maybe two or three other things that ever happened that he was involved in, and they were always unseemly, but that was the most unseemly, right? Anyway, here's my point. Whenever I think things are bad, whenever things seem like they're at their lowest, or when I'm having a particularly tough week like I have this week I always think back and remember that I wasn't the kid that sucked on a dog's boob and I take comfort in that I find that cathartic I find that my childhood turned out to be what I think on the whole as a a better experience having not been the kid who did that for a dollar and there are many times in my life when something will come up and I'll say, well, I broke my, I broke my thumb playing basketball. Well, at least I didn't suck a dog's boob. <laughs> now, I think some of you are going to think that is a weird thing, but it works for me. It actually works for me. And I don't bring it up very often to anyone. Well, to anyone. I don't even think my wife knows about this experience. But... It makes me feel better. I feel better now, having told you this about my stupid week. But look, if you're into what's going on around here and what I make, uh, good news, this next week should be all engines blazing, um, back to normal, core daily every day, all the regular shows, comics and art, uh, film, the, uh, um, the film sack episode's still up in the air, but we'll figure that out. Uh, and, uh, oh, the Kickstarter's almost ready to rock as far as uh, fulfillment goes I think I gotta get one last piece of art tweaked out but the, the deck the deck is all cleared up I got all the the uh, instructions gone through multiple times edits make sure there's no weird typos like we're ready to rock on uh, dungeon murder oh and before I go I wanted to mention there's a little bit of a social media war going on right now, and it's pretty funny to watch. But I have to admit, I'm a little bit taken with uh, 
Instagram threads. It's uh, meta slash Facebook slash Instagram's new social network that basically, I mean, let's be honest, it's a Twitter ripoff. It's a Twitter clone. Um, but they launched it in a single day and ramped up to 70 million people without any outages in about eight hours or something. Um, basically, they were able to scale like from, from the minute go, which makes sense. They've got the infrastructure in place for the other the other stuff they do, so they would be pretty ready for that. Uh, the people that seem that seem to be not ready for any of that are uh, are Twitter. Twitter seems to be a little caught off guard by it. There's a lot of uh, wailing and weeping and gnashing of teeth and anger over there, including the owner of Twitter who uh, is accusing Zuckerberg and company of cheating. I don't know how you cheat when you fire you fire some of your best programmers uh, summarily without severance and expect them not to go to the competition and build something. I don't know why that's cheating. To me, that's handing somebody else. That's self-sabotage is what that is. <laughs> I don't know how non-competes work in that world, but I think if you get fired without cause, the contract is null when it comes to non-competes. So I think Musk probably screwed that up. And now he's just mad. Um, anyway... That, all that drama has been fun to watch from the outside, but I have to say the actual like social network part of it is pretty strong. I like it. And I think part of it is because a bunch of my, my friends and people I already kind of interact with all showed up there like all at once. It seems like everybody got serious about it at the same time. <clears throat> Everybody's pretty sick of just the f- how Twitter feels now. It just feels gross over there. So the point is, if you want to follow me, uh, the way it worked is you could just log in with your Instagram account, which I did. Uh, somebody long ago got the Scott Johnson name over there, so I was there was no chance I was going to get that. So my name on Threads, threads.net, is where you can go get the app. It's on Android and iOS. Uh, the uh, the name on or my name over there is Actual Scott because that's what I had before, so that's what it is. And I would love to have you over there. I'm trying to follow everybody who follows me. It's kind of hard to uh, figure out how that works. I'm trying to figure it out, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of questions about this the, the site right now. But overall, I'm having a good time. I'm having a positive experience there, and I like the feeling of it's almost like it's 2008 again. The, the kind of the height of when I feel like Twitter was at its best, and Twitter is at its absolute worst now. So I guess anything's better. But you know, it's that whole. Uh, difference between a turd and a shit sandwich or however that goes. What was that a South Park reference where you have to vote for the lesser of the two evils? Like I I'm not a I'm like a I'm not like a big Zuckerberg fan, but I I'd rather root for him him than, than Musk. I mean, you know what it's more like it's like sports. Your team loses, he's they're out of the running, right? Finals come along, two other teams are playing. You don't love either one of them, but you like one a little bit more than the other. So that's who you'll root for. It's like that. Anyway, this has been a real treat. Thanks, everybody, for uh, hanging out with me here on the porch with just me and this stray cat that comes around and lays by my feet. Uh, My daughter has named her Honey. I find that name to be annoying and not creative, and we should have thought of something better. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time right here on The Diary.
Get more at frogpants.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>